Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to the podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're in the book of Acts, chapter 2, where a lot has been happening. The followers of Christ, after Jesus had now ascended to go to heaven, returned back to Jerusalem as they were instructed to wait upon the coming of the Holy Spirit. And indeed, as we've gone through the past couple times we've been together, the Holy Spirit came, came with power. And in the event that transpired there with speaking in tongues and great manifestations of God, the witnesses, the visitors there in Jerusalem that saw these events Of course, they wanted to know, what is this? What was going on? So Peter took the opportunity to essentially uh, spring into a Bible study there. uh, And many of these that heard the gospel were ready to receive Jesus Christ. Picking it up in verse 37 says, Now when they heard this, they, these are the witnesses of these events, were cut to the heart. And said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children, and to all who are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. With many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. Verse 41, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. There were added that day about 3,000 souls. Now it seems after this instant Bible study that Peter got into, he didn't give what we would call the classic altar call. In fact, he just preached the word preached the truth, and the people sought the Lord. Coming to an understanding of their sin, the people asked, just as man does even yet today, what shall we do? Peter instructed them to repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. One, repent. Two, be baptized. And three, receive the Holy Spirit. Gang, this is the path of redemption, and this is the path of faith. This is a life of faith. It's not complicated, nor is it exclusive. For it says the promise is to you and your children, even to all who are, quote, far off. That's us, gang. We're the ones who are far off. That day began the salvation of untold millions that would follow. The new spirit-filled Peter boldly spoke the word of God, and look what happened. 3,000 people were reborn. Verse 42, speaking of those that were there in the upper room that day, it says, They continued steadfastly in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayer. Fear came on every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. So the early church, you see, was focused upon essentially four things. We read them here. The Word of God, fellowship, eating together, and prayer. 
One cannot help but wonder how it is that the church today has become so distracted by so many other things. Politics and comforts and titles and prestigious buildings, all of that seems to be the focus today. The greater church reflects this misdirection in its lack of power and the absence of the miraculous that we see here in the book of Acts. A new sense of awe and respect and trepidation settled in among these new believers. There was now a clearer understanding of the presence and the power of God. Now God, for these believers, was real. Verse 44 says, All who believed were together and had all things in common. They sold their possessions and their goods and distributed them to all according as anyone had need. Now you need to know that this passage is one of those that trouble some people. It troubles some people because they believe it somehow takes on a form of early communism. But communism is based on an attempt to equalize everyone, while this, this is an issue of need and an issue of meeting of that need. You see, this was an exercise of love, not politics. This also was not a clear order from Jesus. It was simply necessary practice for that period of time due to the persecution of believers and no doubt the loss of possessions and finances that would accompany a person's commitment of faith in Christ. This practice of sharing all possessions and goods uh, as we will see later in scripture, did not seem to continue for any extensive period. It was just necessary here and necessary now. Verse 46 says, Day by day, continuing steadfastly with one accord in the temple and breaking bread at home, they took their food with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. The Lord added to the assembly day by day those who were being saved. While tongues like fire and mighty rushing winds, and they were indeed incredible and marvelous events, but please note that these last two verses of chapter 2 stands really as an abiding legacy to the work and the presence of the Holy Spirit. For the lives of these new believers in Christ had become a daily manifestation, not some sort of passing miraculous. These individuals attended church, they fellowshiped together, they praised God together. They did all of this with the joy that being believers brings to a group of people. The church grew because of this. Not, not because of demographics or some sort of new church growth method. Because those things, they're fragile and they're temporary. It's, those are just churches built on shifting sand. However, the church spoken of here, the church that is built upon the rock, ah, that'll stand the test of time. Salvation and church growth, let's face it, it's all ultimately the Lord's work anyway. Our part is to be obedient and to practice love for each other and furthermore, to continue in that daily. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dotson. To learn more about Tim Dotson or Believers Church, visit believerstogether.com.